This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Morning, bliss lovers. Welcome to the Find Your Bliss radio show here on Plains FM. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Where every Thursday morning we talk about all things intuitive, spiritual, esoteric, and mystical. So this morning we're actually talking about how to deal with it when other people think that you are crazy as a light worker. So, um, which is really funny because this is a topic I'm sure a lot of people can really relate to when they've started to step into doing spiritual work and maybe the people around them are not in the same space, right? Maybe they're not interested, maybe they're not awake yet, maybe they're not, um, they, have, they feel threatened by it. You know, when we start you know communicating with the truth of who we are it's really powerful it is really powerful and it people will feel it in your body and in your energy field that you're starting to tune into more truth and you're starting to embody that and imprint that and letting go of layers of untruth and illusion and it can be really disconcerting for people because of course if you're choosing to do that what happens immediately is they start looking at themselves and um, there's, a, there's quite a few, you know, I've got quite a few suggestions in terms of how to help you with this process, but maybe noticing where you're at, if you're a light worker, if you're a healer, if you're a guide, if you're somebody who's in a family where you're more awake than everybody else, I just want to acknowledge, right, it can actually feel, it can feel lonely, it can feel isolating, it can feel like you're going crazy yourself, right? You can feel like I'm feeling all these feelings, I'm having all these experiences, I'm having awarenesses, I'm having insights, I'm getting guidance, and then I don't really have anybody to talk to about it. Or my family is just like, oh, you're cuckoo, or you know, something there's something wrong with you, right? And you need to deal with it and address it. Now, a couple of things to remember: the path of awakening or the path of moving into doing more spiritual work is really the path of remembering who you are and it's a path of authenticity it's about letting go of all the masks that we might have in place that we put on to be able to communicate or that we feel like we need in terms of communicating with other people so really starting to think for yourself you know what would it feel like if I was just my authentic self with everybody in my life you know it's truly liberating I am the same person at home as I am on the radio show as I am with my um, clients you know there's no different differentiation uh, once upon a time there used to be I used to feel like I had to put on an armor to go to work and to show up like I had to put on a mask right I felt like I had to be something different than what I was and this is why the spiritual path is so liberating because we realize that we're just kind of playing a game of illusions and we get to let go of the illusions we get to remember who we really are which is a state of being essentially rather than something that we have to think about or do and it's really about letting go of all the illusion that we have accrued so it's not something that we have to um, do even or study. It's something that we're choosing to become. And that's a very different proposition. And even sometimes explaining spirituality or explaining um, 
your experiences to other people, you can kind of lose the magic even through words. How do you explain a mystical experience? As soon as you start to put it into words, it will start to feel limited, right? The words are a limitation in terms of the feeling or sensation or experience that you're having in your physical body or awareness. So it can be really difficult, for example, if you've had the, maybe you've done some breath work and you've had an amazing experience, it's almost impossible to be able to describe that to another person, let alone have that other person understand it. And the only way that person's really going to have some understanding of it is if they have had a similar experience themselves. So I think the number one most important thing is, and also too, you know, like I've had other people who've seen it in lots of different ways. They can see your excitement and passion and enthusiasm for what you're doing. And then they kind of feel like, oh, I'm missing out. Or they feel like maybe that you're being uh, a little conceited because you've had this amazing experience and they haven't had it. So I think one of the first things, if you're sharing your experiences with your family, is to be very aware of how it might land for them, even before you share it, right? You know, even asking your own intuitive awareness, is this person available or open to hearing what I have to say? Now, you might think, oh, maybe that's being a little bit pedantic, but if this is really important to you and they're not going to receive you, right, they're not going to hear you, they're not going to be able to absorb the information or even be curious or open to it, it can actually feel really crushing. It can feel like uh, a really important part of us is being denied by other people in our reality. So you want to ask those kind of questions to go, am I okay if they don't receive it, if they can't receive it, right? It's not because maybe they don't want to, it's just because they can't relate to it. So maybe it's going to fall a bit flat if you share your enthusiasm and excitement with them and they're, they're kind of like, ah, yeah, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. So maybe using your awareness, and this of course is why it's so important to find your soul tribe, to find other people who've had similar experiences and who can relate, who can understand, who can receive you. So important. And this is a essential when you are starting to awaken because otherwise you're going to feel like oh this is just happening to me or you might feel isolated or alone and then of course realizing through the universal law that we're all connected we're all one mind so when we start connecting with other people who've started to awaken and had similar experiences it brings us more peace to know that we're not alone and also too those feelings of acceptance that you know maybe my friends and family or loved ones haven't awoken yet yet being the operative word because we're always holding space because really that's the the nature of life right is the source energy wants to know itself it wants to know itself through the incarnation of you and so holding space for people if they haven't woken up yet so realizing that however when i look back because the ego can be real tricky right the ego can be real tricky i remember when i started to wake up and starting to look around at other people and then i was kind of like well how come other people aren't awake <laughs> This is kind of like ego 101, right? It's like ego going, oh yeah, you know, I'm awake and other people aren't. I mean, like, oh my goodness. Again, which is just separation in disguise to go, I'm over here and they're over there. Again, we do not want to run this energy. We don't want to run... Um, 
that feeling of disconnect because other people aren't awake there. Respect other people's journey, respect their path, respect their timelines. They will wake up if they choose to in the time that they choose to. Um, Even if they're not choosing it on your timeline, it doesn't mean that they're doing it wrong. Don't let your ego kind of fool you into thinking that somehow that you're better because you have woken up and other people haven't, right? That is, again, you know, how the ego can kind of work against you. And it will. It will use your spiritual knowledge against you, (laughs) just like that example. So being very aware of that. But, of course, the other thing when we're dealing with other people who maybe aren't awake yet, is you can you can do things like, right, have a conversation with their soul. Now, I see this a lot. Like, people often say to me in partnership, right, like, I'm awake or I'm waking up or I'm having more spiritual experiences or I'm starting to get amazing guidance, etc. but my partner's not into it at all. It's quite common, right, for people to feel like, I'm really into it and he's not or she's really into it and I'm not or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's a situation where you have to kind of go, it's okay. One thing I would always do in partnership, excuse me, is I would always um, I would always check your values. And if you are a spiritual seeker, then it's natural, right, to have one of your values between you and your partner that's important to be growth. So then you'll grow together because that is a value proposition that you share. So checking that, if you're a seeker, you want to make sure that your partner is at least interested in growth. So then you don't have to force anything on anyone, but the way is to do it is through show, don't tell. Show other people what it's like to live in a higher vibration. Share that energy with people. Share the enthusiasm. Share the positive energy. Share the good vibrations. You don't have to preach at your partner. You don't have to tell them what to do. You don't. You can just show them. This is the way that I'm choosing to be. This is what I'm focusing on. And often too, this is where the ego gets caught up as well because the ego wants that validation. Oh, you're doing the right thing. Or yes, that's a good thing to focus on. Check your ego, right? Check your ego and notice when your ego is kind of going, oh, I need somebody to tell me that I'm okay. And this is a beautiful path of, again, spirit. Because the universe does not need validation from anybody, Right? The universe does not need validation from humans. The universe just is. It's impervious to criticism. It's impervious to praise. That is where we want to be on our journey as well. To know yourself is the greatest joy. You don't need anything from anybody else because what you're choosing to do is take your focus internally. You're turning your back on the kind of exterior, external material world and you're choosing to remember the truth of who you are, the I am essence. I am that. I am an infinite being. I have um, existed, you know, goodness knows when, since the point of your creation, and as a spiritual being, will continue on in the future. You know, what did I hear the other day? Like, to remember your point of inception as an infinite being, and thinking then, if you go back, how many lifetimes have you experienced? Because your bodies come and go, but your infinite essence is always there. So really starting to, you know, that's looking at the bigger picture, isn't it? Um, and I can imagine that might be an interesting conversation around the dinner table, right? If somebody isn't in that awareness and understanding yet because <laughs> it's always yet you always want to be holding space so some things you can do right you can talk to your partner's soul 
you can say to them, you know, sit down, see yourself connected to light, see yourself connected to infinite wisdom and just have a conversation with that person's soul and say, this is so important to me. I'm really enjoying and exploring my spirituality and I would love for you to come with me. You know, and again, you're going to have a very different conversation with a person's soul than you are with their physical reality. So starting with that and ask them and say, you know, hey, higher self of this person that I really love, what would it take for us to all get on the same page in terms of having that experience? But you must be willing to go it alone. It's so important. And this is something that I've actually recognized from church and religion. It is highly disrespectful to tell somebody what to do in terms of their connection to source energy. Right? It is so personal. Your relationship with the universe is your relationship. It's you. There is no separation. So nobody can tell you how to do it. They can share their experiences. They might give you some guidance. They might be able to facilitate you through some processes. But it's so unique and personal to you. And that is why we have to activate it and be present to it and explore it and be curious about it and ask questions. Those are questions that are going to be unique to you. That's an exploration that is unique to you. So I think it's just, and that's why, you know, I love helping women especially develop their intuition because it's all about asking those questions. It's all about activating that relationship with your infinite self, the part of you that does know the big picture, infinite you know, energy and time, beyond time and space. So when you're dealing with other people, again, have that conversation with their soul, especially if it's a close partner and you really want to get them on the same page. Be willing, though, to go it alone. You do not need anything from them. You do not need validation. And this is what the path teaches us. Go to source energy. Get the information from there. This is why, depending on somebody's level of awareness, you do not go to somebody who has less awareness than you do, right, and ask for advice. You always want to choose energetically somebody who is perhaps more open, has been um, spent more time being connected to source energy and daily devotion, who has a greater level of awareness. Now, this is often comes back to energy vibrations, right? That, um, and often what happens if we're shifting and calibrating our own vibration and there's people around us and they're in a lower vibration, again, on a soul level, you want to ask them to bump up. You do not want to drop your vibration to meet people because it's going to make you miserable and you'll end up resenting them. And I've seen it before, you know, like when you're starting to shift and change and you're wanting to, you know, you're naturally starting to bump up in your vibration, which is really the calibration of your limiting beliefs, of being open to source energy, of feeling that in your physical body and your energetic fields. You know, if you are allowing yourself to deplete yourself, to drop down, to go into a vibration that does not serve you, right? That's not choosing your infinite self, and this is where, you know, some of these concepts, of course, of like on the path and, and losing friends along the way, right, can be kind of painful because if they don't choose to bump up, you kind of have to make a choice between them and the universe. And the universe is always going to rule, right? 
I've just noticed that over and over again. Universe first, everything else second. Everything else second. All your relationships, right? Your family. Because your, your universe is you. You know, there is no separation. You have to choose yourself first. You have to have a good relationship with yourself first before you can have a good relationship with anybody else. So choosing to be the person who's going, okay, well, maybe they're not going to understand it on a rational mind level, but I can have a conversation with their soul, you know, especially when it's family members. And this can, you know, and this is kind of like the rite of passage as well in some ways too, where you have family members or you have somebody who's like, just says something really cutting or undermining or, you know, you're cuckoo or you're crazy. I remember when I was working in banking and I was leaving there was a woman in the office who scoffed at me, right? She kind of scoffed, laughed at me. And um, she, because she said, what are you doing? And I explained to her a little bit. And she said, um, oh, I had a friend who did that and she couldn't make it work as a business. It failed. And I was like, and then I was like, I was a little bit like, oh, okay, I'm just being too sensitive, right? It's not about me, right? And then, um, but then, you know, you can feel when bad vibes are being directed towards you, right? And there was another guy who we went out for lunch. This is again at the bank and we're all coming back from lunch and the same woman and this guy said to me, oh, so what are you doing when you're leaving? And I told him and she again kind of scoffed, laughed and said, oh, you wouldn't know what that means, would you? And I was like, okay, so there's definitely some not good vibes here, you know, as it was activating something in her and often that's what will happen, you know, you have to get, and goodness, I cannot tell you folks how many times that I have seen, witnessed and experienced people's discomfort with truth. And I'm okay with it because, a couple of things, right? The path really does help you to learn not to give an F-U-C-K about what anybody else thinks especially if it's not the truth. Why on earth would you sit there and have an argument with somebody if they're not aligned to the truth? There's no point, right? You have to kind of allow the universe to show that person that they're out of alignment with truth or they're stuck in their ego or they're stuck in their rational critical mind. You know, it's like the expression, um, don't fight with the pig because, you know, just makes the pig angry and you get dirty. Be aware of where you're choosing to place your attention. Are you going to choose to place your attention on feeling unloved because a family member doesn't get it? Or are you going to actually choose to focus your attention on the truth of who you are, which is a limitless being in a body? So really starting to start think, and again, this is how we cultivate like that really fierce spiritual determination that this is the truth and I'm going to live in it. I have... <laughs> I remember being like seven years old and this, I think he was a Lord. And he said to me, like he came out to visit my parents. I don't know how they knew him somehow, but he said to me, how do you do? And I just said, oh, I'm really good. Thanks. Because that's what I thought was the normal response. But of course that wasn't, I was supposed to say, how do you do back again? But I knew immediately that I had made him feel uncomfortable because I was being way more authentic than his kind of social posturing allowed you know, and I was supposed to reply in a certain way and I didn't. I was just being me and then noticing that I made him feel uncomfortable and that's when I was like seven years old. And you might have noticed this yourself, folks, where you've said something that is more truthful and then people feel uncomfortable, especially when it comes to the emotional stuff. Oh my goodness. How many people do you know who um, don't feel their emotions? So, and I used to... <laughs> 
And this is what I used to do in banking. I I used to practice my ability to be honest and authentic and truthful. So when people would ask me at the bank, how are you feeling? And I would say, hold on a second. And then I would tune inside and I would say, actually, I'm feeling a little bit flat or I'm feeling a little bit depressed or I'm feeling a bit sad about this today. It was so funny because, of course, we have this social structure in place where people go, how are you? And you're supposed to say, I'm fine. And I didn't. I was actually telling them the truth. And it was really funny. Like the people, some people found it kind of amusing. Other people were curious because, but of course, it's huge, right? Because when you choose to be truthful and honest and vulnerable like that, you give other people permission to do the same thing. So what happens, of course, is then some people really loved it and some people just like moved away like a magnet. They were just like, boom, like that's not for me because it was leading into truth. It's leading into this is the truth of how I'm feeling in the moment. And a lot of people spend a lot of time paper mache, paper, paper ying over their feelings, right? Let's pretend that that's not there. Let's pretend everything's fine. Let's just paper mache over that and pretend nothing's problem, nothing's wrong. And this gets us into all sorts of trouble. And that's how you first start developing your intuition, right? Is going like, look, that person's saying something, but their energy is saying something completely different. Like, I'm fine. And you can tell that they just want to burst into tears, right? That is not being in alignment. That's not truth. That person, for some reason, feels like that's not safe to be seen. And we need to start creating safety for each other so we can truly be seen because that's how we heal. That's how we grow. That's how we evolve. So starting to look at, you know, one of the things that you're going to discover pretty quickly if you're stepping into your path is you have to get comfortable with being a leader. You have to get comfortable with kind of being out there, maybe by yourself. Ask those questions of spirit. What's it going to take for my mom to understand that this is really important to me and at least be receptive um, instead of unkind? It's a perfect way to develop some boundaries. Um, this is really important to me, so I'd really appreciate it if you didn't slam it. If you don't have anything nice to say about it, please don't say anything at all. Or ask, you know, are you open to hearing this? And if not, then I will find somebody who is because this is really important to me. Now, most people, if people love you, they will be curious. They'll ask questions. They'll want to know more. Okay, but if they if it's triggering them, if it's making them look at their stuff, their shadow side, where they're avoiding things, where spirit is knocking on their shoulder and saying, "Hey, hey, hey," right? It, you might trigger people just naturally because you are choosing to step into it. Be okay with that. Be okay with that. I've done podcasts before where I've asked people, "You want to be nice or do you want to know the truth?" Because a lot of people. I used to get this pushback all the time. You're not being nice, right? You're not being kind because you're telling the truth. Now, in my world, it is much kinder to tell you the truth so you can set yourself free. I'm not going to tell you some BS story just to kind of keep your world in a safe, pretty place when it's not actually serving you. So this is kind of the mantle that we need to pick up in terms of being a light worker. I'm dedicating my life to the truth. Now, and I get it too, because of course, there is a lot of, a lot of people out there who do spiritual work and that we, it's an unregulated industry, right? There's nobody holding us to a certain level or accountability, but if you are good at what you will do, you will be a person who addresses their own ego, 
you'll be the person who goes, whoa, look at me, I'm in judgment. Or like I did with, you know, the story I just told you before about ego, like when I was waking up and I was looking at other people going, why aren't other people awake? You know, come on already, you know, and having judgment towards that. Uh, You have to check your own ego. You have to be aware of your own ego and how it plays out to be good, to be good and in alignment with spirit. You know, again, one of the best things you can do is just ask yourself to show me the truth, show me the truth, show me the truth. Show me where my ego is getting in the way. Show me where I'm blocking myself. Show me where I'm not in alignment with what is true and spirit will show you. The universe will show you. But again, what happens, of course, unfortunately, is, you know, there can be a lot of what people might call charlatans or people who, um, you know, they do weird things like send you emails and say you've got a curse on you and that curse needs to be lifted and it's going to cost you $500 to get it released. It's like, oh my goodness. You know, people who prey on other people's fears in terms of kind of doing spiritual work, that's not high frequency truth energy. Of course we want to avoid that, but that's why we need to be in integrity and keep on checking our own ego and our own awareness and checking ourselves in order to do the work. You want to check, and you will know this, right? Spirit will show you again, you know, ooh, you know, with that client session, you know, did you get triggered yourself and therefore did some of your emotional energy color what was actually happening? It's kind of the path in a way, but we have to be aware of it and we have to take responsibility for it. So as somebody who's stepping into the path, get comfortable with being a leader. Leaders are not always liked. Be okay with that. Leaders are not always understood. Be okay with that. Why? Because your dedication to the universe needs to come first. Honestly, I can't reiterate this enough. You know how they say if there's one thing you wanted to say on a billboard? That would be it for me. God first, everything else second. Because if you are in alignment with source, everything else does fall into place. If you're in alignment with source, you can get the answers to any questions. If you're in alignment with source, you will make the money. If you're in alignment with source, everything else can have a solution. But that's where we need to focus our attention on the universal self, but also, you know, our soul, our spirit, our higher self. So when you're dealing with other people, you know, um, know that not everybody's going to agree with you and ask yourself what's it going to take to be okay with that because this of course is what this really brings up as when people around us are critical or judgmental it only hurts to the level that you believe it right it only hurts to the level that you believe it that you believe it to be true Like I talked about this in my Facebook group a wee while ago because I had a um, a post on one of my videos on my YouTube channel where this guy said she's F-U-C-K'd in the head. And I was like, um, I was like, oh, you know, not even for me, more for him because it was actually a video about playfulness. And then I rewatched the video and I thought it probably triggered him a little bit because I talked a little bit about, um, again, I'm making an assumption because, you know, I can't tune into his energy really without his permission, but that it was talking about childhood. And of course, if you haven't had playful energy in your childhood, it could quite easily trigger you, right? If you've had a traumatic childhood, absolutely. So, you know, again, what was the response to that? It's just to send that person some love and blessings. I don't take it personally. It's not about me. He's expressing himself. Um, But again, there's no charge to it, right? Because it's not personal. But I've learned how to do that, 
I have learnt to get to that place. And I, you know, obviously I don't think that I'm F-U-C-K in the head because I can feel in my own emotional energy field that I feel good. I feel good because I'm connected to source energy. I feel good because I know the truth. And sometimes other people around you just need some time to go through their own journey, their own path to get to that place themselves. That's the offer. When we step into being lightworkers, the offer is, would you like to experience more bliss? Would you like to experience more joy? It's totally available to you. But again, in that circumstance, you know, are we going to focus our attention on that? And I actually see this in terms of speed. If you focus your attention on comments like that, if you let something like that derail you, you are slowing yourself down. Do you really want to slow yourself down? Because you're giving it attention. And I get it. Once upon a time, like something would come up and it would take me months or weeks to kind of process it and get over it because I would ruminate on it. But there was part of me inside of me that really believed on some level if that person said it it must be true and that would be to the level of pain that it hurt it was showing me a wound inside myself that was looking for healing now obviously when somebody says something like that it's like oh okay but once upon a time if somebody said something like that I'll be like oh my goodness you know oh my goodness and I would be really upset and you know But then what you learn, this is the beauty about source, is what you learn is if you have a situation like that, if you have a reaction like that, it's showing you about something that's looking to be healed inside yourself. So clever. Isn't that clever? Like how else does the universe get your attention to go, oh, wow, there, look, I'm just showing you that there's something inside of you that's looking to be healed. It gets it through contracted energy, right? Something that hurts, something that feels painful. That's the emotional guidance system to let you know, hey, there's part of you that's actually agreeing with this person. And I get it. When we're first starting to step into our spiritual work, that can feel like a more vulnerable time. So I'll tell you what I did. I, um, When I first started doing intuitive coaching work, I said to the universe, please don't bring me any criticism. I can't handle it. Right, don't bring me any criticism. And literally that's what happened. And it was only really when I was at the point where I felt more confident to, um, you know, to receive it, to hear it, to get constructive feedback. I mean, people would give me feedback, but it wasn't really critical. So just asking for what it is that you need. Please help me to, you know, make my love stronger than my fear, my fear of criticism. If somebody does criticize me or does kind of go, you know, that's fooey or it feels personal, that I will choose to be the person who does the work to look at the wounding, to release that from myself so it's simply not going to land, right, the next time. Now, and also too, it's really interesting how the universe... If you ask it, and I didn't even really ask actually in that circumstance with that woman who was really kind of mean and kind of a little nasty, um, you know, I actually had the opportunity after I'd left the bank to go back to work and I had been invited to speak at an event called Wanderlust, which is now pretty much worldwide, the yoga festival. And it was in Auckland for the first time. And I had to go back into the office for something. But when I was there, somebody said to me, how did it go? And it was so, it was really cool, actually. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was because um, I always kind of felt like the universe was just giving me a little bit of a 
you know, again, which is probably my ego, but um, somebody said to me, how did it go? And it had gone really well, right? I'd spoken to a crowd of about 300 people. I'd been speaking about being powerful and authentic. I'd walked off the stage and I'd said to people, if you're interested in learning more, you know, come up and, and sign my email list. And um, I pretty much got ambushed as I walked off the stage. So obviously it landed with the crowd, which was really awesome. But, you know, that was a really interesting circumstance too because I literally, before before it happened, I went up to a tree behind the stage and I said to the university, can you please help me out because I hadn't prepared anything. Right? I kind of had some ideas in my head about what I wanted to talk about, but I'd never felt to actually sit down and write a speech because I was talking about being powerful and authentic, right? You just allow it to move through you. And um, so that was really, because again, that wasn't about me though. That was about source energy moving through me. And that's what people responded to. You know, I remember even walking off stage and literally my crown had just, was just fried. It was just like it had melted into a, you know, it was so funny. It was such a strange sensation in my head, but um, it was awesome. But again, to have that opportunity to express that experience that had happened after this woman had been so unkind. So it kind of felt, there was a little part of me that was like, yes but right let because also too right you you might not know that in the moment when somebody's being unkind you might not know that something will swing around that helps them to see the truth or the beauty or what you're reaching for right let the universe help you to do that so ask what's it going to take for my family to be more receptive what's it going to take for my um my you know somebody close to me for their gifts to start opening up in terms of being able to see or know or their clear senses you know you can ask for everybody in your family to kind of rise up with you you know my mum and dad bless them my dad will has definitely risen up now that he's passed over but um my mum, right, she hasn't really had much choice except to come with me. But, you know, I've had conversations with my parents' souls in terms of evolving. That's what we're here for, right? So to have those conversations on a soul level, to use what you know to be able to support you and even ask for energetic downloads, right? Like what would it take to feel like there's more support around me? What would it take to draw in the people that they get it, that understand that I can share my experiences with and be received and re- accepted and loved and appreciated so it's totally available to you hey thanks folks for tuning in on facebook if you want to hear more if you're in the facebook group you can go into the announcements tab and click on itunes or spotify so you can catch the podcast be sure to subscribe so you get those Um, otherwise thanks for tuning in always here every friday sorry thursday morning at nine o'clock i'm sending you many blessings i hope some of this information has been helpful in terms of supporting you but yeah we can continue to listen on the radio 96.9 fm All right, folks, see you later. Bye. So, folks, today we've been talking about how to deal with other people when you're stepping into your gift, skills, and talents as a light worker. And, you know, and feeling like a lot of times I call it coming out of the closet, where people feel like, um, you know, 
I, I know this inside of me and I can feel it and it, I feel the light starting to shine within me and I feel like energy's opening up but I feel like if I share it with other people they are th- they will think that I am nuts um, and it depends on who it is obviously it's with it's your partner you can show them you can invite them in energetically you can talk to their soul you could do that with your family as well obviously you might need to say this is really important to me please be mindful please be respectful Um, people will feel how powerful it is so just ask them to evolve with you what would it take for my family to come on to be on the same page to be loving and accepting at least Um, especially if they don't understand right what would it take for the universe to start bringing them information that helps them to become more aware so it can be easier find your soul tribe right find other people who get it this is huge this is huge you've got to find the other people who are open because you know once upon a time I didn't believe in past lives I was like oh my goodness that just sounds like Phooey, you know, like what are you talking about? That is so far fetched. And then, of course, what happens is you have experiences. I've shared before about how I used to have this tingling sensation in the right side of my halfway down my right leg and my shin, and it was awful. It would tingle, 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 and it was just kind of like a a line of energy across my shin. And then, and every time I went skiing, I would always be like, oh, I hope I don't break my leg. Like, it feels like my leg's going to break, you know, like it was a weak spot. I remember seeing a Foot Rot Flats cartoon and um, Wal had broken his leg and he'd got the cast off. And I think it was his, um, one of his nephews, I can't remember his name, but he was eating cheese straws and he broke the cheese straw and the lock on wall space was like, oh my goodness, have I broken my leg again since I've just taken it out of the cast? I always used to have that sensation about it. And then, you know, discovering the Akashic Records and that you've lived in different incarnations and that that cellular memory gets crossed over into your body here and now. Uh, And then realizing, going into a past life record, realizing that I had been burnt as a witch at the stake and that I had been angry and screaming as I was being burnt. And so to shut me up, they came over in a... uh, I guess a soldier kind of broke my leg with a sword. Now, here's the trippy bit, right? As soon as I had that awareness and I came out of the Akashic Record, the tingling sensation was gone for good. Now, this is something that used to occur on a regular basis. You know, like every every couple of weeks, I would be aware that it was there. It would just keep on coming up. Since I've had that Akashic Record reading, it's gone. You know, that is unexplainable. That is something beyond my physical reality that I can't explain, but I've had that experience, so I know that to be true. Now, somebody else hearing that might be like, whoa, you know, that is way beyond my concept of understanding. I can't grasp that. And that's the reason being is because you need to show up to those experiences and allow yourself, be willing to have them, be willing to explore to realize what's possible. 
and hugely powerful. And again, it's just kind of reinforced to me by the fact that I was born on the 31st of October, so I'm a Halloween baby. I've always been fascinated, like Bad Jelly the Witch was my favourite when I was little. I loved Meg the Witch. So all these little things that kind of give you information, they kind of show you stuff. And of course, you know, does it make sense that I've had this past life experience? But that was beyond this current lifetime so the information was already there but once you receive it you can shift energy so starting to realize that um you know like that's why I often say you know I'm the biggest critic of spiritual work and I think that's really important you want to test your reality so if you have somebody in your life and world then you can encourage them to test their own reality And maybe a really fun way to start doing that is just say to them, well, why don't you try it for yourself? You know, why don't you check and see? You know, and maybe it is um, something small to start with, like they start recognizing that the universe is talking to them through numbers, like through angel numbers, and just recognize where you see a 111 or a 222 or a 1212, you know, starting to notice. And it's just about being willing to be open, because of course, as soon as you open the door, boom, the information comes through. And then what can happen is they'll come back to you and they'll go, oh my goodness, you know, I saw a 111 today. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then, you know, the next evolution of that could be to invite them into something else what do you think it might feel like to tune into your guardian angel what do you think it might feel like to play with some higher frequency energy and to really start inviting them into it and again if people don't want to be into it that's totally fine right you're still going to know what's true for you you're still going to be in the energy of you know what I'm going to do the inner work to look at anywhere I am judging or criticizing myself so I can come into alignment with the truth and the truth is that I'm a limitless being in a body and I am getting to know and understand myself as that as that I am as opposed to listening to the good opinions of other people. That is actually a huge part of the path, is turning away from the noise, from the monkey mind, from the good opinion of others that have often been formed from their own perceptions and those own perceptions are based on illusions, which is why it is so important to find people who are evolved so you can start connecting to greater levels of truth. You know, I um, you know, like I often say to people, don't take advice from somebody who's less evolved than you are. Now, I know that this can sound a little bit like a hierarchy, but in terms of truth, if you are talking to somebody who's not evolved, who doesn't know how to look through their own illusions, who hasn't got any idea in regards to their own perceptions, because they'll be seeing life through their own filter, which is made up of their limiting beliefs. If they don't even have an awareness that they're operating from limiting beliefs, they're probably not a great person to take advice from. You want to find people who are attuned to the truth. And that's why you want to start attuning to the truth inside of yourself. What is it that is true? Show me, universe. Bring it forth in me so I can understand and know what truth feels like in my body and then I can identify it easily. Do you think, folks, that this might help in terms of you feeling safe? The truth is safe. Now, the truth often annoys people. It's inconvenient to their ego. 
it is contrary to what the ego thinks. And this is where the rub comes. So all your criticisms and judgments and anywhere you have anybody coming from criticism, judgment in regards to you and what you're doing, is that coming from a place of truth? <coughs> right? No. Criticism, judgment, suffering, that is all untruth. So you want to disregard it like it is battery acid. Don't hold your hands out for it. You do not allow yourself to expose yourself to stuff that is critical. And this is, again, if you have friends in your life and world who are not supporting you in terms of stepping into the truth of who you are, yes, you will have to make some big decisions. Are you going to choose the truth? Or are you going to choose an untruth that's coming from your friend? You know, I've had to do this in a couple of different circumstances with people that I love but they had different value proposition. You know, they thought that um, one person told me that she thought I was being perfect. And I was like, well, I'm the person who's choosing to always find the solution. So if you think that that's perfect. Yeah, right. It rubs people up the wrong way. Because, you know, is she more interested perhaps in staying in the energy of being a victim and not interested in finding the solution? Probably. But again, you know, it's not even my place to judge her. It's just, it's her choice. And starting to recognize too that you will need to make choices where you are showing the universe that you are choosing your limitless self. You know, again, are you going to choose untruth? And it does really come down to that. And when it comes down to that, it actually can be so obvious and so clear, but it will be your emotional response to what is occurring that's going to start jangling your energy. And that's why we want to do a deep dive. We want to be really committed to truth, to the universe, to what is true. So really starting to think, folks, you know, if you have somebody in your life and world at the moment who has been critical or judgmental or thinks that you're crazy... You know, what is crazy is the illusion that everybody's already living in. What is crazy is that people are suffering. What is crazy is that we have massive mental health issues because people are removed from the truth of who they are. That's what's crazy. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being a leader. Get comfortable with being the person who's going to be, you know what, even though it might be uncomfortable for myself and for the people around me, I choose to pick up the mantle of truth and drive this baby forward because it will set us all free. You know, that's what a light worker does. A light worker goes into the dark. The light worker brings the light. The light worker chooses to bring the truth. And I get it. I get it. You know, sometimes I marvel at my own ability. You know, when you're holding space for people and you're, you can see that they are coming up against illusion within themselves and it is confronting and it is uncomfortable. And sometimes, right, it is just downright painful. And you're holding space for them to see the truth you know, it can feel like, oh my goodness, I am going where angels fear to tread. You're, you're holding space for people to transcend their ego and move into truth. That is deep soul work. But I tell you what, it is worth it every time when that person bobs back up 
into truth, into the light, and realizes who they are. You know, and it's a journey. It's a process. You know, healing yourself involves deep levels of self-inquiring. Healing yourself involves looking at all your resistance. You know, that takes courage. Find people who will celebrate that with you. Find your tribe that will celebrate that. And also, too, as leaders, we still need to be supported. You know, as leaders, healers, guides, we give a lot because we want other people to know the truth. We want other people to transcend. We want other people to move into those more limitless frequencies. We want other people to be in their energy of like, yes, you can manifest what you want. Yes, you can create abundance. Yes, you can live a life that you love. But we need to be inspiration and in inspiration all the time. And you want to guard it fiercely. Right, like that little light inside of you, you want it to turn it up, you want to grow it, you want to express it. How do you grow it? By expressing it, by sharing information, wisdom, what your thoughts are, you know, what the truth is, and cultivating that. And you want to be relentless in your pursuit of your own purpose and mission. You want to be the person who's like, if you have criticism, it just gets swept away in the wind. I can't hear you. I'm too busy focusing on my mission. Same thing with praise, right? You, Of course, you want people, especially if you're in business, of course you want people to be happy, to get a great result, to have a wonderful testimonial, but you don't need it, right? What you need really is for them to recognize their own brilliance, their own gloriousness, their own magnificence. You don't need it as a form of validation you're beyond that you're holding the space of like I know what is true because I know that I'm connected to source energy and that is my priority I don't need anything external so it's a beautiful journey folks and again if you've got family members love them bless them send them the energy of acceptance ask your loved ones to evolve to grow with you on a soul level see you all of you surrounded with light maybe you have to cull a few relationships and I can talk about that more like in regards to friendships especially maybe you have to let a few people go what would it take for that to be okay because you're committing yourself to truth and again, folks, you know, I can remember one friend, bless her if she's listening, I love you. Um, you know, I'd known her since I was 13, 30 years, right, of friendship. And I was just like, no, we have different values. Every time I see you, my body hurts. I'm not doing this to myself anymore. Endeavored and and to have a conversation about it, did not go very well, have not had communication since. You know, again, because, and again, I don't need people to validate my experience. I don't need people to say that I'm crazy or not. And also, too, even though the um, the energy around that, like to call somebody crazy, is a very great way of trying to disempower somebody, but only if you believe it. And I guess that's our biggest fear, especially when we're first starting, we can feel like, oh, maybe I am going crazy, you know, because I'm exposing myself to stuff and I'm like, how do I know this is true? And the only really guidance that you have is really in your body and in your awareness to be able to feel it. So ask the universe to show me, show me what truth feels like in my body so I can be aligned to it in every single moment of every day and then I can make choices accordingly. And if it's not true, it goes because I'm that committed to my mission, to my purpose, to the universe, 
to helping other people to wake up. Right? And again, the universe will bring you what you need to, to cultivate the courage and the authority to be that leader, to be the light worker who does amazing work. And you will have some knocks. It's an, it's inevitable. There will be people that say things and you're like, oh my goodness, I feel crushed. Look at that. Take it as an opportunity to heal the wound. You know, get the message. Oh my goodness, I actually have this belief about myself, which is not true. Right? If it's derogatory, if it's mean, if it's unkind, if you're undermining yourself, that shizzle's got to go, folks. You know, and the universe shows you through other people. It will show you where you're doubting yourself. It will show you where you're having those thoughts of lack. Now, often what happens, right, you'll have the thoughts, but you don't recognize what they're actually connected to. You'll be sitting there in front of a potential client going, I want this person to step in and to work with me. And all your limiting beliefs will start coming to the surface. That's part of the journey, right? Because you're like, oh, can I do this? Can I step into this? Is this possible? Again, we guide you through that process of looking at your own inner wounding to go, let's get free and clear of that time of place where I had the situation and I developed this belief where I decided that I wasn't good enough. It's never often what your mind thinks it is. It's often different in your subconscious and in your energy fields. But that's the journey. So again, talk to their soul. Send love and blessings. Be in the energy of acceptance. Recognize that there are things that you don't understand about other people, but you don't have to climb into their energy and figure it out. Just like for your friends and family, they don't have to climb into your energy and figure it out either. What would it take for them to have their own experiences so they can start to be more open? What would it take to attract your soul tribe so you feel connected, so you do get the support, so you can feel seen and witnessed? What would it take to know that if there is pain that comes up in relationship to what people are saying, that there's part of you that's already believing it, so therefore your job is to respond accordingly and go, oh, look, there's some wounding inside of me. It's time for me to dive deep and actually go and do some work on that to release that so I can transcend, so I can be a better light worker, so I can be more aligned to the truth so I can make more of a positive impact it's all about the inner journey and the inner relationship that you are having with your infinite self it's all about transcending that monkey mind you know I often say this to people and people just you know I think it's quite funny but and it's true right that I think less now that I have developed my intuition and you have a much better awareness of where your mind tells you BS right <laughs> it's like oh look at that little story that I've created I just made that up isn't that funny it's like watching a movie that you've made up in your mind it's not the truth so moving beyond that and going what is true what does the energy of truth feel like in my body and how can I share that with other people even setting that intention what would it take for me to run so much light frequency through my body that people feel it and then they get curious and they want to know more that you can walk into a room and people are like "Ooh, you feel delicious what is going on with you tell me more about that you will find the people if you set the intention it gets easier and easier and easier folks the more you step into your power the less you will even hear other people's objections until you get to that point where somebody like it happened to me can say that you're f-u-c-k'd in the head and you just end up sending them blessings and going about your day 
So folks, I hope you found this information helpful. There's always a way to deal with this stuff. But of course, it is really about taking responsibility for the relationship that you are having with yourself. You know, if you're a light worker, I salute you. Let's go, right? The planet needs people who are stepping in. If you want to know more information about how you can develop your skills as a light worker or to step into doing work as a light worker and doing it from a place of profit, do come and join us in the Intuitive Life Academy Facebook group. It's super fun. We ask questions every day. We're constantly beaming love, light, energy frequencies into the group so you can be supported in terms of knowing the truth for yourself. I am sending you so much love, folks. I hope you have an amazing day. Beautiful day here in Christchurch. So looking forward to getting out and about. All right, folks, lots of love. We'll see you next week on the Find Your Bliss radio show. Bye for now.